0: priced at just 30 bucks you can also get it engraved comes with a storm gray limited edition razor the razor stand it's engravable as we mentioned the large foaming shave gel the replacement blades a travel blade cover set has everything dad needs for a close comfortable shave sharp durable blades a flex hinge lub- lubricating strip and the precision trimmer as well harry's wishing you a happy fa- happy father's day by checking out their limited edition father's day shave set when you use the code roy check out you're going to save Five bucks off the order. And maybe you don't want to get the Father's Day gift set. They've got packages starting at just 15 bucks. Check them out today. Harrys.com, code ROY. That's Harrys.com. Save five bucks off your initial set with that uh, custom coupon code ROY. Talking more about Clemson special teams in this segment. shizzle coming up next. Your phone calls right now. Mike joins us. Mike, good afternoon. Hey, Roy. Thanks
1: for taking my call. Appreciate it. You got it. Hey, I was just curious, uh, What, what ever pay, why didn't Alex Spence ever pan out? Um, he was pretty highly counted out of high school, and he's just kind of, you don't hear anything about him anymore.
0: The big issue with Spence, in my estimation, just kind of what I've heard, he had a cannon for a leg uh, coming out of the Florence area in high school, but never yes, could really, re- yeah, but just couldn't make the transition to kicking the ball cleanly off the ground, you know, in high school, you can use the T and, uh, it's a okay. little, it's a little bit of a difference when you make that transition and not everybody can do it. Mike, I honestly, I had that issue when I went from high school and then trying to learn to kick off the ground cleanly. I, I couldn't do it nearly as efficiently as what I did as what I could off a T. And so I, I actually, I, I get it. And I see why not everybody can do it smoothly. And uh, he,
1: he's a senior this year. Is that correct? Or junior.
0: I want to say he's a redshirt junior.
1: Okay, okay. I, I was thinking he was close to being done, but he, he just hasn't panned out at all. I mean, I know we're not hurting in that department, but it just, I hate it for the kid. I think he was a good kid.
0: No, he was, and he was, he was pretty easy to talk to in the recruiting process. Mike, we thank you for that uh, phone call. Spence, I think it just comes down to that, just based off what I've been told, and and uh, I, yeah, I think he's going to be a redshirt junior this season, I believe. It's different when you've got the ball teed up an inch or so off the ground, and you're able to kick it cleanly every single time, versus trying to hit it off the ground. I mean, it's just like teeing one up off the tee box in golf, and you got your driver. Imagine having to hit that driver cleanly if the ball is placed on the ground. Even with an outstanding lie, that's going to be difficult. Some people can do it because you're really, really highly skilled. Others can't. There's no way I could hit my driver off the ground. Ben, when I could kick off a tee, I mean, you know, with field goals in high school, I I could go back to, let's say, 52 or 53 yards. Kicking off the ground, that number would would decrease probably – by six or seven yards, and I mean, and I, I worked at it for a time, thinking I was going to try to walk on and, and and still continue to play football. I still have my letter from Ken Hatfield too, but uh I couldn't do it. The weird part about it is, a lot of times you kick off the ground, you become a little bit more accurate, but you lose height and you lose distance, and, and so not everybody can do it as well as as others. And at times, you know, if you struggle with it initially, at times it can become a mental thing, and, and then you really can't get past it if that makes sense.
2: You were, you were, you were a mental, middle case. Correct. Kicking right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All, all kickers are. <clears throat> all right. Just, uh, just wanted to confirm that fact there. That's why Ken Hatfield's no longer coaching.
0: <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's been the issue with Spence, and you know, you, you hate to say you don't think this guy's ever going to be a significant factor, but I mean, at this point, I, I, I don't know uh, that he will be. I'm sure he'll still get a chance, but... Right. Oh, no, he he can still compete. But just based off what I've seen, I mean, there were, there have been some kickoffs that we've seen in open scrimmages or even in the spring game, I think, where, you know you know how a ball looks weird if you don't kick it cleanly and then mm-hmm. it comes off and it just, it kind of hangs in the air and it's almost like a knuckler and then it dies down like after 20 or 30 yards? I think he had a, he had a kickoff or two like that during spring, some of which that we actually saw, and you're like, you know, if that's happening now, that's probably not a key indicator that he's ready to contribute at least right now.
2: Hey, he had a uh, perfect 4.0 in the spring semester last year, so there's that.
0: Outstanding academic student, no yeah. question, no question. All right, so good question though for Mike, I, we we've gotten the Alex Spence uh, question a, a couple of off seasons now, and that's that's not surprising because he was highly touted coming out of West Florence. Clemson's starting place kicker, fortunately, still is Greg Hugel. And it's a weird situation because he was better from longer distances last season than what he was from chip shot range. If you think back to that last drive that Clemson had against Bama in the national title contest, I think we were all kind of on pins and needles. First off, can Clemson get in the field goal range? And then secondly, okay, that's great. They're inside of 10, but that's kind of the distance where Hugel struggled from at times last year. Remember that?
2: I, I do, and if I remember the sequence right, there was a play call in there that I almost thought Clemson was thinking field goal because remember Leggett catches that makes an incredible acrobatic catch, and then if I'm not mistaken, the next play was a quarterback draw that went for like a, a yard, and then you tried the little uh the little trick play over you know, to the far side of the field. And with those those two plays after Leggett got you in field goal range, I thought, okay, they're just trying to get six yards closer, eight yards closer. Um, They're setting up a field goal. And, man, you were right. I was nervous about that field goal before I, it was ever thought about. I, I don't think I could have stomached
0: <laughs> that moment. Oh, God. No. I mean, that's just think about what's at stake there. I mean, it's just like what happened on the Renfro touchdown. Right, If if that ball is dropped, time probably winds down, and that's it.
2: We're causing anxiety for people just speculating about that kick right now.
0: Well, Hugel, to his credit, has made some very big kicks in his career. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say he's been almost automatic, but he's been almost automatic. I I go back to that 47-yarder against Florida State down in Tallahassee when you had to have it in the fourth quarter, trailing by eight on two occasions, and he drilled it. He split the uprights with plenty of room to spare. Absolutely drilled it. So for the most part, Hugo has given you exactly what you've needed. If you could clean up something or some things, it would be the chip shot field goals where at times with those and with extra points, there seems to be a little bit of a mental breakdown and he's not able to hit those as consistently as most kickers should. But for the most part, I think you are ecstatic that this guy is back. I think about the combination of him and Spires and potentially, with your specialists in 2017, I certainly believe that you can be an upper echelon unit in the ACC. I think with those two, if they have the kinds of seasons that I'm expecting, and and given Clemson's renewed focus and energy on special teams going back to last year, I, I think they could be a top three unit in the conference, and, and and maybe the best of the bunch. Maybe the best of the bunch. Spires with the leg strength, Hugo with the experience, you want to make sure the get-off time for Spires as a punter is solid, and I think that it will be. And then with Hugel, let's make all the extra points, and the chip shot misses that, that he suffered from recently. Let's clean those up, too. I, I think those are correctable. I'm being optimistic there, but as a former kicker, I feel pretty good about saying those things. You agree or disagree? Am I being too optimistic?
2: I, I agree with all of that. And as you were talking, I'm just thinking um, how – you may see more field goals this year. You know, we don't know how this team will respond offensively once they are in the red zone, but that felt pretty that's felt pretty automatic the last couple of years. You get in the red zone, you're going to score a touchdown. I mean, that's just kind of what happens. Um, you know, maybe maybe you don't have as much uh, as much success there in a short field situation offensively. And so a guy like Greg Kugel becomes even more important now, you know, not to mention you got a different, you got a different snapper. You got a different holder even in that situation. Um, the fact that you don't even, the fact that a lot of people probably don't know that Estes is no longer your holder means, or, or snapper means he was really good at what he did. Cause you never had to call his name. You you never know who that guy is unless he screws up and, he didn't do that very often. So, I mean, even those parts of the game are are overlooked, but they're very important.
0: Think back the last 15 years, two key circumstances where long snapping has played a massive role in a borderline collapse. Georgia I Tech
2: the, was further away than 15 years.
0: No, it was 2004. Oh, was it? I thought it was one. Yeah, okay. the snap that rolled back to Cole Chasen yeah. one play later. There's Megatron being single-covered. It's the easiest touchdown in the history of easy game-winning touchdowns. Cost John Lovett his job after that season. Not to mention what happened in 2010 where maybe somewhat erroneously the call was made in overtime down at Jordan-Hare in overtime where the ball was slightly moved and they indicated that that was a a false snap. Forgot all about that one. And that negated what was a game-tying field goal. That was a bit of an issue as well that night is in, in addition to, to 2004 and what happened with Georgia Tech. So when snaps go awry, when things happen bad with a snap, it tends to be catastrophic. Austin Spence right now listed as the long snapper. Hunter Renfro continues to be the holder. He's your holder. So, I mean, you got him back.
2: Yeah, only bad part about that means he can't catch a pass in a fake situation. As a holder, you can't catch a pass?
0: Well, not if you're holding it. Well, that's true. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, you <laughs> You know, you snap it to
0: the kicker, and then you hit Renfro on the five-yard out.
2: Oh, but you still have Christian Wilkins, so
0: you're you're good. No, that's true, but (laughs) Hugel and Spires should equate in 2017 to something more productive, I think, than what Teasdahl and Hugel did last year. Hugel getting better, we hope, cleaning up the short misses, we hope. Spires, fact, has a stronger leg. So we're deducing some things there. Seth Ryan was the holder last year, text line. Thank you from the 803 and Renfro taking over there. So I guess, I guess that was the case. Ryan held, I believe, on most circumstances, didn't he?
2: Ryan was the holder. Yeah, yeah. so Renfro it,
0: takes over right now.
2: Right, um, Estes was the snapper.
0: Holders are important. Holders are very important. As a former kicker, I, I would vouch for that statement uh, multiple times over. I bet you see Renfro execute some kind of fake at some point in time. But no, no I mean, can I tell you on Hugel Spires, better than, greater than Hugel Teasdahl from the last two seasons. Or is that me being too optimistic, orange colored glasses kind of deal? Say that again now. Hugel and Spires, greater than Hugel and Teasedall from the last two years. Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. All right. So you're So you're even more confident than I am
2: just because spires has a stronger leg spires has a stronger leg Hugo, i think will be more consistent um
0: yeah i'm not no doubt about it it needs to be that if we're talking about clemson doing what it's done the last couple of years we think unsettled nature the quarterback position defense is going to be solid How did you win all those games back in the 1980s, defense and special teams? If you can take a page out of that playbook until the offense gets settled. And look, maybe the offense comes clicking out, you know, clicking on all cylinders right out of the gate. If that's the case, all this becomes a moot point. But we're not banking on that. I don't think the staff is banking on that either. It's a little bit of a work in progress losing players like Leggett, Watson, Gallman, Guillermo, Mike Williams, Arteva Scott. It's just silly talk to think that your offense doesn't miss a beat. With those guys out of the mix
2: one one more one final thing from me on the holder was it wasn't it the auburn game last year that he takes a an errant snap like that kind of i remember him catching one almost behind him and still getting it down in time for the hold yes it was it was a one of those like Holy cow, how did that just happen?
0: Right. Do you remember that? Anytime you hear a play-by-play guy on television say, oh, that was a great job by the holder, usually it's like a great job is an unbelievable right. s- set of circumstances. Right. Where you just you you just save the game, basically. Yeah. No, I do remember that. I definitely do. We'll talk more about the return game as soon as we're done uh, talking with Daniel Shirley, who's uh, joining us coming up in our next segment. And, and that's, the, you know, That is as important, I think, as the kicking game itself. I mean, it's part of it. It's part of it, so it all goes hand in hand. But how many years in a row have Clemson fans called this station saying, you know, if we just had that threat in the return game instead of just catching it, think about how much more dangerous we could be. And while I agree with it, the staff has been more concerned with just getting Watson and the offense all these at-bats to make sure that that doesn't get negated by some stupid play on special teams. So we'll talk more about the return game coming up as well. Daniel Shirley joins us next, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. Get his thoughts on this, what's going on down in Georgia. He was also on hand for the Southern Conference Baseball Tournament last weekend covering Mercer and got a firsthand glimpse of UNC Greensboro, which just happens to be Clemson's opponent this Friday night, the Clemson Regional the second game of the Clemson regional. So we'll get a uh, scouting report perhaps on UNCG and we'll talk a little Clemson football and baseball with our good friend, Daniel Shirley sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He's coming up.
3: No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart quality gasoline at awesome prices. Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money. Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
1: Roosters Men's Grooming Center believes a man deserves a space of his own when it comes to grooming. Roosters offers the charm and comfort of a classic American barbershop, but updated to accommodate the 21st century man. Our professional stylists and barbers will make sure you receive the customized barbershop experience through classic haircuts, shaves, and products that reaffirm what it means to look and feel great. Roosters at the Plaza on Pelham, book your appointment today at 884-8920. Mickey Pollard here for Zero
4: Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. No residue, just really clean carpets that stay cleaner longer. Get three rooms clean and sanitized for $129 and get a fourth room for free with my name. Call 558-7300 or visit ZeroResGreenville.com. Hello, sports fans. This is Wayne from The Vault. You know, the retro sports apparel store Walt has been telling you about. We are your local go-to store for Clemson championship gear, as well as all your favorite pro and college teams. And as always, all have in the store are buy one get one half price, including the championship hats. Please visit us at 213 North Main Street in Greenville, or online at VaultRetroSports.com. And remember, nobody appreciates your business more than we do. Oh, oh, oh,
3: O'Reilly. If your A.C. isn't cold, head over to O'Reilly Auto Parts during Murray A.C. Month for a 20-ounce can of A.C. Pro R134A refrigerant with a gauge and hose on sale for 32 dollars after mail-in rebate. Cool your A.C. system in three easy steps with a can of A.C. Pro at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply See store for details. Oh,
0: oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
4: Looking good, Mr. King of the Hill. Mr. DXL Shopperman, Mr. Sharp Dressing. Confidence Oozing. Style Swaggering Fashion Stud. Looking good. All the brands you love. Waist size 38 and up. DXL. You're looking good. Find the best selection of
3: shorts from top brands like True Religion, Tommy Bahama, and Nautica. King Pallet Company in
1: Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at 8250 a day. Great pay at 8250 per day. King Pallet Company 843-2448. That's 843-2448.
5: Experience vaping on a whole new level at Vapor in a Bottle at 7704 Augusta Road in Piedmont. Whether you're just beginning or advanced, the vaping specialists at Vapor in a Bottle will gladly show you their wide variety of name brand juices and custom juices blended for premium flavor and consistency. Name brand tanks and accessories will enhance your vaping experience. Great prices, great people, and great vaping at Vapor in a Bottle in Piedmont at 7704 Augusta Road next to Tony's Pizza.
3: Philpott on WCCP. Isn't he wonderful? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.
0: Second hour of the show continues back at 105.5 The Roar. Hanging out with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott. What's turned out to be semi-overcast Wednesdays. Rain expected later today. A little chance of rain all, all week long, but... Uh, Did I miss the boat on that one? I totally missed it. Usually, I'm, I'm on top of the weather situation.
2: As Dale Gilbert told me this morning on WYFF, we're moving into the typical summertime pattern, Roy. A you, warm and muggy in the morning. You might as well just
0: say polar vortex if you're going to Polar that.
2: vortex coming in from the east yeah. or the west or some direction. Snowmen and rainbows all at the same time. That's what we're in for this summer, people. Yeah, that, no. That works that, for me mid 80s kind of a week with a chance of rain in the afternoons
0: each your typical summertime pattern it's what you would expect typical summertime pattern is here and summertime hasn't even started yet
2: you know my parents lived in brevard for like 13 years it rained for an hour every afternoon it'd be beautiful low humidity get that perfect rain in the afternoon cool things off and you have a beautiful evening like you could you could just plan your day Uh, it's four o'clock it's gonna rain Five o'clock, it's beautiful outside.
0: Every single day was like that. We're getting back to that as we get into the summer. That's just how it is. So you're telling me that's how it's going to be potentially today. That's good.
2: I'm telling you that it may not rain
0: for 40 days and 40 nights here. You just never, <laughs> you never know, know in the <laughs> Uh Very well. We check in with Daniel Shirley right now, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, our weekly conversation with one of our favorite guests, D. Shizzle. Uh, hope you're doing well. How was the trip to Greenville this past weekend?
1: It was good. Uh, It was disappointing. uh, I know for Mercer how they finished up their season, losing uh, to uh, Sanford uh, on Friday. But I'm sorry, on Thursday. But they they uh, had a great year. Uh, And but it was it was good to be in South Carolina, see my parents. Uh, Saw a couple of my sisters. Saw some friends of mine I went to high school with, grew up with. Uh, So it's always good to get up there for a couple of days.
0: Mercer obviously lost some key star uh, players from last year's team. They didn't win the SoCon. UNC Greensboro did. Ironically, that's the team that's in the Clemson Regional. Any thoughts on what you saw out of the Spartans? Did you get a firsthand glimpse of what they bring to the table?
1: I saw them here. Uh, They played a series here, and I saw the Friday game, and I was going on vacation uh, the day after that, so I didn't see the rest of the weekend. But they're a really good team. They're a solid team. Uh, They they are tough, too. I mean, they, they play hard. Uh, and I know there were a lot of people at the start started the season uh, that had them as one of the best teams in the conference. So, um, you know, I think they're going to be a t- they'll be a tough team for Clemson to handle, uh, and they're going to they're not going to give games away. That's the thing about them. I think is the biggest thing that I've seen from them. You know, in person and throughout, just kind of keeping up with SoCon baseball this year, is they're going to play. You know, they might not have the best team. They might not have the best talent. But they're going to play play the right way. They're not going to give games away, and they're going to make you beat them. And you know, some teams just have more talent and beat them. But I, I think you're going to have to beat them and not have them lose the game themselves.
0: I'm figuring that uh, you were probably as shocked as we were that Clemson was named a host site uh, over Virginia. It sounds like for one of those final spots. What was your knee-jerk reaction there? And do you think Clemson deserved that spot?
1: Uh, I, I was I was stunned Sunday night when I heard it because I. I had talked to some people about 30 minutes or so before the announcement came out who, you know, pretty much knew or kind of in the know, and they didn't think they were going to get a host and, and uh, a host of regional. And I, I was surprised as far as earning it. I mean, if you look at the entire year, I think, yeah. If you look at the last three weeks, no. I mean, you don't deserve one if you play like that in the last three weeks. But you look at what they did the entire season – you look at their non-conference schedule. You look at Virginia's non-conference schedule. There's really no comparison. So um, they did take two out of three from Virginia during the season. I know they lost to them in the in the conference tournament. So that's kind of a wash. You look at the RPI, and Monty made the point. I, I think it was 2011. Every team that's been a 12 or R, 12 or higher in the RPI in the SEC and ACC has hosted, and that's what Clemson was. So I, I think if you look at the complete season. You look at the numbers based on non-conference schedule, those things that you can control, I think I think it is Clemson probably deserved a host over Virginia. But I was surprised that they got that host, you know, to host the regional after the way they finished the season.
0: Talking with Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph on Twitter at DM underscore Shirley. Now the more important question, can they advance out of their own regional facing teams like St. John's and Vanderbilt uh, who have outstanding pitching? Kyle Wright could be the number one pick in the draft coming up in a few weeks. St. John's is in the top ten of the country in batting average as a team. They've beaten teams like North Carolina and Coastal Carolina this year. How do you handicap Clemson's chances of coming out of this regional?
1: Well, I think they should be favored to, to, to come out of it, and I think most teams are when you host and you look at it most teams are going to be favored to win their regional and i think they i think they probably should it's just which clemson team shows up look if it's the the clemson team that's 35 and 5 shows up they could probably beat oregon state if they face them uh in a three-game series or they could not say not maybe probably but they could if it's the team that played the last 20 games they might lose two and go home so I just don't know that we know, to be honest, Roy. I mean, which team are, is going to show up, and we probably won't know until halfway through that UNCG game which team is there, and and that's that's really kind of the confusing part of this Clemson season because, you know, for years, they lost close game after close game after close game, and then last year, they got through that. Early part of this year, they were still kind of carrying that momentum, and then the last 20 games it's like they reverted to the team 2 years ago or 3 years ago that couldn't win close games and did everything wrong in close games that they could look at the UNC series where it looked like they should have won at least two of those games if not all three the Louisville series where they could have won a couple of those games if you win you know six of those games if you win three of those games we're not even having this conversation you deserve the host no no problem so it's 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 been a weird season to see this team kind of revert to what it was two years ago in close games, the last month of the season. If they can get past that and be that team that played really really well through the first 40 games, I think you've got a dangerous team in in the postseason. But we don't know if they're going to be that team or not, and that's really the kind of the confusing part about this team.
0: You've covered Major League Baseball, Atlanta Braves, Minor League Baseball, Middle Georgia, College Baseball here in the Upstate, and also down there in Macon. What does it take in baseball to turn it around? When you've had momentum, you lose it. How do you get it back? And how hard is it to get back this late in the year?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I had the same conversation with Craig Gibson, the Mercer coach. They were thirty-five and six at one point. Russ, I mean, I mean, Roy, sorry, and. They didn't get to 40 wins either. And if you would have told me they weren't going to get to 40 wins during the regular season, I would have been surprised. And the same thing with Clemson, Roy. I I thought for sure this was um, the team that won 45 games or so. And to see how they finished, I I don't know. I don't know if it's one start, if it's the bats break out and you have a big game. Uh, Mercer had a really big game in the first game of the SoCon, and then the next two games they just went dead and didn't hit a lick. And, didn't do things that you need to do to win games and it's very similar to what Clemson has gone through at the end of this season I you know people think they say baseball is not a game of momentum I think it really is and I think you've seen guys are pressing they're really you know tense when they're at bat and that's kind of the way they were a couple of years ago as well and and they looked like they had kind of broken through that with a lot of the same players last season and through the first part of this season like I said so I think you just got to go win. I mean, I think you got to see the ball hit hit the bat. I think you got to see guys score. You got to get a good start out of the, your your starting pitcher in the first game, and then see what happens, and then maybe try to get the momentum back. I think the break will do them some good. I mean, they 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 get they finished up Friday. They won't play for a week uh, until this next Friday, so maybe that'll help them and just relax. And get back to what they were when they were really dominant through the first 40 games of the
0: season. Talking with Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. So, success this year for Monty Lee in year two. Despite what happened the final month of the regular season in the ACC tournament. If they were to win this weekend, there's really no way you look at this season and say this was a step backwards, right? If they make a super regional, even if it's at Oregon State next week and they get their doors blown off it's still a successful year in his second season because they were better than what they did in the first campaign, right?
1: Oh, definitely. And even though you didn't win the ACC this year, I mean, the ACC tournament last year, you went on a good run there to win the ACC tournament. I think if you get to Oregon State, this is a successful season. And I don't think there's any doubt about that. Even with what happened the last month of the season, I think it's a successful season, and it's a step in the right direction. It's not a huge step because the big step is obviously to get back to Omaha. But – if you get to the if you get to the super regionals, after hosting last year, not getting past Oklahoma State, and we saw what Oklahoma State became in the in the postseason, if you get to the re, super regionals, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction and something something you could sell your program on.
0: Very interesting. We've also been talking some Clemson football and the special teams coming into this fall. And in our, you know honest thoughts here the special teams probably need to take a step forward dabo reemphasized it last fall they got better there but we've kind of been harping on the return game and really it's been since the days of cj spiller where that threat has been in the in the return game even though you've signed so many dynamic athletes uh, let's just go big picture first where are, are you on the importance of special teams in 2017 for this clemson program
1: oh i think it's huge i really do and and you know with a new quarterback you would love to not be starting on your own twenty every time. Every time the other team scores, you want to you want to win the field position game with a with a, a, a first time quarterback. You've got a great defense. I, I don't think to me, I don't think there's any doubt this defense is going to be great again. So you you win with special teams and defense, and until you can get settled at quarterback, settled at, at some of these other positions, I think the offensive line is going to be fine. So you're going to have so many new starters in key positions. Uh, on offense, uh, David Hill from ESPN, who used to write for me, did a chart at the end of the season, and I think it was re- leading passer, rusher, receiver, tackler, and Clemson is the only team in the ACC that's losing all four of those those spots. So he, with a new quarterback, a new running back with and gone, a new leading receiver with Mike Williams, and that's probably going to be Dion Kane. You want to win with special teams and defense and field position, and I think that's huge with, with the special teams in the return game. I'd love to see Tavion Feaster become that dynamic returner uh, that we've seen, like you mentioned, C.J. Spiller and Jacoby Ford when he was there. And it's probably been since those guys left that, that Clemson has had that kind of, that kind of weapon uh, in the return game. Maybe some of these other guys can do it as well. But, you know, look at, look at the Louisville game last year, just how big uh, special teams are. Our Tavis Scott returns that kickoff, and he didn't score, but he, it was like it flipped the, the switch back on at, at the stadium after Louisville went on that big run to take an eight-point lead. Yeah. It looked like Clemson was going to lose. He has the big return and sets up the short field for a touchdown, and it was like the, the switch was just turned back on at the stadium. The, the team got back into it. The stadium got back into it. And I think that shows you how big how big, and how important a return game can be. What
0: about the kicking game? I, I feel pretty good with Greg Hugel back. He's a redshirt junior. He's made a bunch of big kicks, needs to be more consistent on some of his chip shot, uh, sh- chip shot attempts, not to mention the points after touchdowns. I feel pretty good there. Your thoughts on where he is in your mind? I'd have been nervous as all get out, admittedly, if he had to attempt a game tying field goal against Bam in the national championship game. But honestly, I still feel pretty good about what he brings to the table now as an upperclassman too.
1: Yeah, solid. I mean, he didn't finish great. I mean, he missed some kicks at the end of the season. He missed a short one at Georgia Tech. Remember, early in that game, uh, I think it would have made it fourteen to or ten to nothing, and and, or or seventeen nothing. I can't remember exactly what the score was. And he missed a really short one. I think it would have made it 10 to nothing. But remember, he did make that big kick at Florida State. I mean, he made that. That was a huge kick at Florida State. That was, it wasn't the longest kick in the world, but it wasn't a chip shot. And he nailed it right down the middle. And that was a huge kick at that point of that game against Florida State. So, yeah, I think you felt pretty good about him. You'd love to see him be more consistent and just, you know, make him be automatic. Uh, but he missed some extra points. He missed some short kicks. And it's almost like there's a focus thing there when it, when it's a big kick and it's a little bit longer that the focus is there and he's going to make it. And sometimes the focus isn't there uh, on those shorter kicks. And sometimes it's not always his fault. Well, you remember the snaps got to be there, the holds got to be there. Uh, and it is kind of a team thing. But just be a little bit more consistent on the shorter kicks. And I think you feel really good about him.
0: The punt game, I think, is poised to take a tremendous step forward. I love the ability of Will Spires, and we've kind of heard about him a lot in the crosshairs of conversations the last couple of months and even going back to last year. The get-off time was taking too long for him to get off his punts. Now it's gotten better, but the leg strength, I think, is going to be eye-opening potentially. What have you heard there, and do you, like us, think that this could be an upgrade at the punting position for the next couple of seasons?
1: Well, I mean, look, I, I think Tez you got everything out of Tez that you were going to get out of him. I mean, he was solid, not great. And I don't think he ever was going to hurt you, but I don't think he really, when you like, like we kind of talked about, you need to win the field position battle with a new quarterback and and new pieces on offense. So you need a kicker who can flip the field. And we've seen Clemson have those guys before. I mean, I, I you know, we go back to Gardaki in those days. I mean, I'm not saying he's that, but you can see how important that is when you have that kind of punter who can flip the field and you're hoping that, the, that Spires can do that. And, and look, we've never seen him really kick in a big pressure, pressure spot. We've never seen him be the guy in, and and people kind of overlook punter because you don't get any points out of being the punter. Everybody kind of overlooks that opposed to a, a place kicker, but a punter can be just as, as important as a place kicker in winning the field position and flipping the field. So you hope that is the case. And, and see what that becomes this year. You know, that's that's what you want to see from him, to, to, to become that guy who can help this team kind of flip the field and change things. Pin, pin teams deep, set your defense up to in a good spot, then maybe you get a three and out, you get a short field. Those things are huge when you're trying to win close football games.
0: Are you conceding, kind of like us again, that, that maybe they're going to have to win more with defense and special teams, especially earlier next season compared to what they have in the past given the replacements of quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver that they're going to have to make on offense. I mean, I, I could see Auburn being almost a carbon copy of what it was last year down in the Plains, and maybe even Louisville being a more of a defensive struggle like what it was the first couple of times these two teams played yeah. in that first month of the season. Is that kind of how we forecast it right now, you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, And I, and I think you have to forecast it like that when you have so many new key pieces on offense. Look, they've got talent. There's no doubt that that the guys coming up behind Deshaun are talented players. The, the guys coming up behind Mike Williams and Gallman and Leggett, those are talented guys. But we've never seen them do that. So I think it is only smart for a coaching staff to lean on players who have been there before, and Christian Wilkins, and Lawrence, and Kendall Joseph, and those guys. They've been in big, big spots before, and you know what they can be. And I think as opposed to Okay, maybe it's third and 12 where Deshaun at midfield, you go after it. You might be a little more conservative with your new quarterback until you get settled at that spot. So you punt, you pin the, pin the other team deep, you rely on your defense to get you a short field. That's only smart as a coaching staff to be a little bit more conservative until you get up to speed with, with some of those skill spots on offense.
0: So, what are you guys doing now as we look towards the middle of the summer, We're getting very close? Surprisingly, to SEC Media Days, the SEC football kickoff. Uh, what's the focus? Because the countdown, as far as I'm concerned, is on. We're 93 days away from that opening Saturday in college football. What's your focus on right now?
1: Well, yeah, the SEC meetings right now are this or this week. You know, not the media days, but the meetings that they have with the ads and the, the commissioner and all that. Coaches are down there as well, and they're setting new rules and they're. Legislation, legislature, legislature and all that that they're setting up, uh, that, that's right now. So we've got some but Jason is down there covering that for us. But, you know, once we get through Memorial Day and you go to SEC meetings, it is, like I said, it is almost like the countdown to football season. And so we'll have tons of stuff coming up on the website. Uh, and we kind of really turn our focus to, uh, you know, the Corky-Kell were seven-on-sevens in, in Georgia and the high school things and those things that are coming up and there's a lot of that stuff coming up this summer that we're going to be focusing on and i think that gets you excited and gets you ready for the football season coming up in the fall
0: no doubt and i'll be here before you know it give daniel a follow on twitter dm underscore shirley one of the best in the business and we appreciate it my friend let's do it again next wednesday if we can
1: you bet thanks guys have a great week
0: daniel shirley sports editor of the macon telegraph we'll step aside Next break coming up, a chance for more of your phone calls. We remind you as well, our second hour presented by ZipRecruiter, online at ZipRecruiter.com, where they are the best in the business for you to fill that vacancy at your big, small, or medium-sized business or company. Fortune 100 companies, pay attention. If you're in charge of hiring, give ZipRecruiter.com a try. ZipRecruiter.com backslash play. That's where you need to go to post that job opening free of charge. We're talking about submitting your vacancy to over 100 plus job sites, to social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with the single click of a mouse. It's that easy. In minutes, Dozens of qualified candidates start rolling into the ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. You can rate them, find the right hire fast without the hassles of phone calls, in-person meetings, and things of that nature. You know it's complicated. Let ZipRecruiter.com do all the dirty work for you. Post your job opening free of charge. ZipRecruiter.com slash play. ZipRecruiter.com slash play. Give them a try this afternoon at ZipRecruiter.com slash play. Post that job opening free of charge. Second hour rolling along. Your phone calls and much more coming up.
5: I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme.
2: Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. And remember, raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme donuts. Call Anderson
0: and Spartanburg Krispy Kreme.
3: If you have problems with the IRS, don't trust your personal information to a stranger on the other end of a 1 800 number. The Green Law Firm is local and looking out for you. For a free consultation, call 271 7940. 271 7940.
5: Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit, it fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what engineered sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? engineered sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect engineered sleep will adjust it until it is Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money. Because there is no middleman. Factory to you! And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered sleep, it's not mattress shopping. It's an experience.
4: Hi friends, Mickey here for Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Summer is near and you'll need to get ready for your backyard parties and summertime fun. But where do you start? Go with Zero Res. They've got exactly what you need by using empowered water with no toxic chemicals or odors. You can rest assured that your guests will be impressed with your clean home like no other and no residue. Right now, three rooms for $129. Get a fourth room for free when you mention my name, Mickey Poller. Call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean and ask about our air duct cleaning specials.
5: Hi, guys. This is Liana from Local Q inviting you to come see me for our awesome lunch specials from 11 to 3, Monday through Friday. Come pick from five wings, a half a barbecue sandwich, or a taco with one or two of our great sides. Can't make it during the week? We also offer a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. Come try our Kahlua-soaked Monte Cristo just to make sure you wash it down with one of our barbecue Bloody Marys or share a mimosa picture with friends. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. 30 Orchard Park Drive, Greenville.
3: Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow. And we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. There are two things every parent wants when their child goes to college for their child to do well and a way to afford it. Now, with Discover Student Loans, parents can have the best of both worlds. Not only do our loans cover up to 100% of school-certified costs with zero fees, but we'll give them a cash reward for each new student loan if they earn at least a 3.0 GPA or equivalent. That means every A in history or B in math could help them earn a cash reward for good grades. Just one of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. Apply now in 15 minutes or less at discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Philpot on WCCP. Look at
1: you. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> <laughs> you sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. And
3: now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5, The Roar.
0: We'll say this like just thinking about some of the questions that I asked Daniel Shirley there in that interview and You got to be careful when you assume too much about an upcoming season and and how you think it's going to be mapped out, because inevitably something happens that was unpredictable. Case in point last year, none of us saw Troy coming to Death Valley and being within a touchdown of the team that ended up winning the national championship. Now, truth be told, Troy ended up being a lot better than a lot of us anticipated. Dabo predicted it almost the week before. That was part of it. And, you know, part of it is Clemson didn't play its best game. And so that was a little bit of an issue. But none of us saw that game being a touchdown contest. None of us saw NC State strolling into Death Valley, pick six, a field goal to win it from 33 yards out. And then the guy, you know, shoves it wide right. And then you win it overtime basically on back to back plays. It's hard to forecast that. We also thought last season the offense was going to be the best offense in the history of Clemson football and maybe the best offense in the history of college football. There were people writing such articles. Deshaun, Mike, Wayne, everybody returned, and they were going to be desperate and hungry. And, you know, that never really happened either. So there have been seasons going in like last year where we thought it would unfold in one particular way, and it didn't. Yet the end result was exactly what everybody here was hoping for, and pretty much what all of us predicted back at the college football kickoff show at Twin Peaks, you know, last August. We all I think I think the majority of the hosts of the time said Clemson was going to win it. But it, it didn't happen the way that we envisioned. And so I say that because if you listen to the show today and how we envision the 2017 season this fall, it's like, well, the defense is going to have to carry the torch initially, then hopefully you get better at quarterback, and then you know maybe that's going to be enough. Well, I mean, that, that sounds easy, but that may not be shakes out at all. Now, I will say this. There have been some seasons where we've nailed it, and a lot of people here at the station have nailed it. Uh, I, I think back to the 2013 campaign before Georgia came in. I was like, this game's 38-35. There's going to be a bunch of games like this this year. Get used to it. And there kind of was and they ended up being really good, not a playoff contender, a BCS championship contender after what Florida State did, but they still were really good, and they kind of did it in the way that we saw. In 2014, we thought the defense was going to take a step, and Deshaun was going to emerge, and he did. Maybe not as quickly or maybe quicker than what I thought he would, but there have been seasons, I guess is what I'm saying, where we've nailed it and other seasons where we haven't nailed it, even if the end result ended up being what we thought it was going to be. I think most people will tell you this year that this team is going to be built around defense initially, and then we'll see. All right. The good news is if that's not the case, we we feel like the common denominator here is the defense is going to be really good. But if the defense doesn't have to carry you early, maybe that means the offense really comes out, you know, firing away, and, and that may not be such a bad thing either. But I think most people expect what we're expecting right now. Buyer beware when we give you that because sometimes it really doesn't work out that way too. So I, you know, I'm kind of talking in circles, but just giving you both sides of a view here, both sides of the equation here.
2: I follow you and I agree with that on the, on the offensive side. Would you agree that it's easier to predict how a defense is going to play versus an offense though? Because I feel like, and maybe this is, maybe this is wishful thinking on my part, but I feel like it's, we've been pretty spot on in the years that we think the defense is going to be good. Yes. The the time that, the time maybe we, we didn't hit that was, um, I, I mean, maybe last year when you lost so much talent from the year before and you thought that they, they, they lost too much talent to the NFL. There's no way they can do it again. And yet they did, um, and I say wishful thinking because we all think this year's defense is going to be very, very good. And and I feel I feel more confident about that
0: on the defensive side than predicting that on the offensive well, uh, side. Well, and I do too, but we've heard a lot more than that. I mean, the, the theme that we've been putting out there has been this defense could be an elite unit and, and arguably the best, and I'm tired of using that word, so I'm just going to eliminate it from my vocabulary, but... This one may be the best of the Brent Venables era. We, we've heard that. You've heard that. So, I mean, we're thinking it's going to be better than just good. I mean, there's real talk about this this unit being elite, even losing Bullwear and Tankersley and Johnson. Are you I, confident in that? No. Honestly, I, I'm not. I, I understand why people
2: would say that. The potential talent that is there, the talent on paper, is certainly there. I don't think anybody would argue that. But there are key positions that you don't have as much proven talent. Maybe um, I mean nobody's going to doubt your front four, but I'm not. I'm just not confident saying that they're going to be as good or better than last year. Because I I really don't think I believe that. Just just being honest with you. So we're, we're, but, we're but learning right now. But if you're close, if you're just oh, close, yeah. right, right, right. I, I, I'm not going to split hairs with you, you know? I, I'm okay with just just being close. You don't – if you want to be better than last year, be my guest. But you don't have to be. I don't know that that's really my expectation. Just get me in the
0: ballpark is what you're saying.
2: Right, right. Just get me in the ballpark. Um, you know, give me that – Give me that elite, all-American caliber corner. Give me a, uh, give me a, a middle linebacker that's played. Maybe I feel a little bit, a little bit better, but I don't know who that island guy is in the secondary. Again, I know there is potential there. Right. I don't know who that guy is. Also, know that you've had injuries in the secondary the last couple of years too. I mean, you know, you have a little nagging. It's it's one of those teams where. A little nagging turf toe kind of an injury at a corner or a sprained ankle at a safety. Mark Fields suffered that during spring practice. Those kinds of things can really derail you statistically from a defensive on the defensive side of the ball. That's where maybe my confidence level isn't as high as some. But again, not at all saying they're not going to be good, but to say that they could be
0: better than like they could be, I'm just not confident that they will be. 6547627, our phone number on the Northland Communication phone lines. You want to talk with us about this or special teams? Let's do some of that right now here at the end of our second hour. If the defense is in the ballpark, maybe not as good, but close to it, kind of like what we've seen the last few years. I, I, I still think that you're in the mix and led by that front four, which is going to feature three future first round draft picks, assuming those guys stay healthy. That makes up for a lot on the back end of your defense. Now, maybe that's one of the things we've been talking about that doesn't hold as true as we want it to. Let's go to the phones. Matt in Greenville joins us. Hey, Matt.
1: Hey, Roy. Hey, Ben. Um, I I was just wanted to say, uh, I think Ben was saying he doesn't know if the front four will be better. I don't think, I mean, I've been watching football for quite a while. I don't think I remember anywhere that the front two defensive tackles in a 4-3 are first-round draft picks. Um, it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter our secondaries and experience if the front, if they're causing chaos against offensive line, it just will fall in. And one last thing, I mean, can you imagine how tremendous ACC is going to be on front four? I mean, you have NC State, Florida State, and us in the top three. I mean, those are really good fronts. Thanks, for Thank
0: you, Matt. I mean, that's, that's the premise that we've been building on, is that the front four, as good as it is, yeah. it is going to collapse the line of scrimmage, and
2: and just maybe I misunderstood Matt or he misunderstood me. I do think the front four are going to be better than last year. That is that's one area. Okay, I, All right, So, but, but, I mean, but, but there's but, there, but there's eleven there's eleven guys that play defense for a reason, right? Um, it's not just those. It's not not just the front four, but I completely agree with with what Matt's saying there.
0: I don't remember the front. I don't remember a more talented front four at Clemson ever. If that's the case, that's going to make up for some deficiencies in the back seven. And, and, and let's be clear will. on this too. Now, that's not. It doesn't solve every problem because you you know there's going to be certain plays where the offensive line is able to hold up to that front four, and maybe Venables doesn't apply as much pressure with his linebackers because he feels so good about his guys that he has up front, and so that creates some opportunities in the downfield passing game. The more of those that exist— the more trouble this defense would be in, because to Ben's point, no McKenzie Alexander, no Cordray Tankersley, Jadar Johnson, and some of these other ball hawking safeties you've had in recent years. If a quarterback is given time, then all of a sudden we got a problem, and there's going to be right. occasions like that.
2: What about when they're not given time, though?
0: If you're you're the offense,
2: uh, you're, you're Louisville, and you feel like your offensive line is not going to give not going to give your quarterback more than a couple of seconds, then you're gonna draw. You're gonna call, uh, kind of delayed draws. You're gonna call screenplay, screen passes, uh, quick outs to the flats. You're gonna call plays that require your linebackers to make split-second decisions and potentially being coverage at times. It, it's not just about dropping back. Now I agree. I I think we're splitting hairs here a little bit because I, like I said, I think they're gonna be as good as we've as we've ever seen in Clemson in the front four, but just those four guys are can't cover the entire field. True. We, we yeah. need to harp on that more. Right. And so we're not I, – I do – I think I think those guys are going to be very good. Try to run up the middle. Good luck. I. Good luck to you. We're all counting on you. You're not going <laughs> to get very far. Um, and and those, those four guys I think will make teams one-dimensional, but there are things that you do to combat – Uh, line of scrimmage speed like that too that you know it it concerns me well maybe maybe that's not maybe that won't be a concern three three games into the season but
0: right now i think that's legitimate there is some balance on the back end with a marcus edmund at corner the ryan carter at corner versatile players that have a ton of experience. And Edmund made a lot of game-saving plays last year. Yes, he did. I mean, he's kind of a secret cog in the national championship motor that made everything, you know, hum perfectly at times last season. You Ed- think about it.
2: Edmund's knocked down the pass in overtime in NC, with NC State, he right? He picked it off.
0: Yeah, that's right, right. He had another play, I forget which team it was against, but where he brought down a guy before he was going to score, brought him down to the backfield, and without that play – You may have lost that game. I mean, I I, I want to say that happened a couple of times last year with Marcus Edmund. He may have been on the Louisville. That's what I think it was. Yeah, uh, involved in that play. In the third down play there. All right, so there's that. He's not as good of a pure cover corner compared to what Alexander and Tankersley were. But if he takes the next step, hopefully he can settle in and, and he becomes a very viable option as a starting corner. Carter's played a ton. He's not that tall. Maybe a little bit deficient in terms of athleticism compared to some of his predecessors, but still, he's played a ton. If those guys can settle in, this becomes a different conversation. Hour two in the books. Hour three after this.
4: Keeping us safe from unruly fans in the Blue Ridge Security Studio. What are our
5: young people coming to
4: these days?
3: We are WCCP Clemson Greenville one o five five the roar. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. Hey, y'all. Caleb here from Local Cube. Did you know we offer amazing monthly specials in addition to some of the best barbecue in Greenville? Every month, our chefs collaborate to create four unique menu items, including an entree, sandwich, and dessert. More of a traditionalist? Come in and try our house smoked wings with one of our five bold barbecue sauces. So if you're hungry as a hippo, join us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7. Or check out our menu at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times, so don't forget your valid ID. The
4: best sound you'll hear this spring and summer is the sound of steaks sizzling on your grill. Steaks from the chopping block. The chopping block only sells USDA prime beef, and Bruce guarantees what he sells. It's National Hamburger and National Barbecue Month. So stock up with steaks, chops, ribs, or pork loins from the chopping block. Grab a to-go meal or dine in for lunch with Bruce. The chopping block, Highway 81 in Pottersville, just south of 153-220-5724.
1: Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal.
3: At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open 7 days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca. You've been in business almost 100 years. You've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees. People just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at HarbinLumber.com. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet. $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid on carpet. Priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Offer friends June 7th. King
1: Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448.